0: 20 FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is the Evening Runway. I'm Elliot Dankard. It's time now for Culture Club. Today we're talking luxury watches. This is something that appeals to you at a certain age. I know I got into the game a little bit late, although uh, it's quite expensive, right? I mean, presumably older people are often more established financially and they're better able to afford a nice luxurious timepiece. But another reason could be because there's a certain vintage appeal to many luxury watches that might skew towards an older demographic. Except... There is a bit of a twist. You see, Millennials and Gen Zs are now accounting for all of the luxury market's growth of last year. Well, at least that's according to a new report published by Bain & Company. Generation Alpha, we're talking about the people born in or after the year 2010, that's expected to become one of the biggest buyers of high-end goods in the next decade. Now, with all of that said, my next guest started a thriving business from watching the father's love for collecting luxury watches from a young age. In fact... He began dabbling in the luxury watch industry at the age of 19. In the studio with me today is Jared Ung, who's the co-founder of Watch Capital. Jared, good afternoon. Thank you for joining me. Good afternoon. Nice to meet you. 19 years old and you were in the luxury watch dude, at 19, <laughs> la, I can only afford Swatch watch, man. That, uh, tell me a little bit about that moment. Where did that Eureka come from?
1: Okay, so I think when I was uh, younger, much younger, actually, my dad always brought me to watch shops, you know, especially in Faiz Plaza at <laughs> <around> that <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, many people actually, uh, you know, they go there to buy uh, luxury watches. So yeah. my dad would always bring me along. Yeah. And then I would actually uh, admire the watches he bought. So like Audemars yeah. Piguet, Patek yeah. Philippe. And I started to be intrigued because I was telling myself, I mean, I was saying, How can watches actually move without any battery? Um, you know, I was a kid And all I had was a Casio watch, you know <laughs> Digital Casio watch, yeah. actually And then, yeah. yeah, I was really intrigued And I asked my dad How do these things actually work? And then he explained to me And sooner or later I got hooked onto the watch game, you know
0: Actually, I know so, a lot yeah. of people like you Who are hooked on the watch game And it's always that intrigue Of how all these gears are moving yeah. The mechanics of it exactly. all, right It's so interesting Let's talk about watch capital okay. The business you started yeah. back in the year 2020, in fact yes. Why did you decide to venture into this? And it's been three years now So how's it doing? Yes. It's actually good. I mean, at first, actually, we
1: wanted to be private dealers, meaning I was more like a watch collector and flipping watches when I can only. Ah, okay, yep. Yeah. But at the same time, I think when we started doing that, we saw the business actually thriving. So many of our clients were asking us to open a watch store. And I was like, a watch store, <laughs> that's going to take a huge investment, you know, yeah. with a lot of money because to stock all the watches we need, right? From then on, I asked my brother, like, do you want to go into this business with yeah. me? And we will part 50-50, so 50,000 okay. each. And then we started up, <laughs> And he was like, yeah, I mean, he loves watches too. So then from then on, we actually moved on to opening our first shop in Triple One Somerset. And business has been good, actually. It's just that, I'm not sure if you are going to come to this later, but the watch market was actually on a downturn the past two years. Yeah, backdating on orders of
0: certain brands as well, right? Exactly.
1: So, I mean, yeah, the watch market was on decline, actually, the past uh, one and a half, I think, or two years. But we did lose a bit of money, but we actually um, got right back up again (laughs) in the books. (laughs) What what did Dad say when
0: the both of you brothers decided to start this watch business? (laughs) Okay, actually my dad was (laughs) saying... Are you sure you want <laughs> <laughs> To start a, a watch business? I mean like Yeah, it, it's cool
1: To have a watch business yeah. But that is not really A profession that he wanted Me to be in Okay. I was telling him You know, selling luxury watches Is like selling real estate It's like alternate investments yeah. You know, in that kind of case So yeah, right now I think he sees The potential now So yeah. he's starting to Actually um, trust us With more of the money mm. And uh, yeah, we're actually Shifting downstairs okay. At Triple One Somerset The retail store is going to be Around 2.5 times The size of our current store Wow So that is going to be uh, Something um, we're looking for Actually.
0: Yeah. What does Watch Capital offer that mm. other places don't?
1: Okay, I think uh, number one is service. We yeah. have really, really good quality service. Yeah. I mean, if you can see from our Google reviews, many of our clients are really happy with the way we serve them. Yeah. We do yeah. not judge people by how they look, what they dress, you know. When they come in, I mean, we entertain everybody equally, yeah. no matter their, their social status. Anyways, I mean, even if they come in just for browse and just to get to know more about luxury watches yeah. and how the trade works, etc., cetera, we, we still entertain them. Yeah. But I think a lot of, I'm not throwing shit at other dealers, but then I would say like, the time when my dad was actually buying water, Watches. Yeah. I mean, uh, he was quite put off by some dealers Because what happened was that he actually walked in And then they didn't really treat him as well, I would say I don't a yeah. feeling it's the I, You don't know attitude, yes, right? Correct. You really got exactly. money
0: to buy yes. but, but that kind of attitude it, yeah. Kind of forget that it's Okay, it's, I hate to say it's not about how you dress But mm. also, when we buy watches It's like buying jewellery Yes somewhere in the back of our mind we're going okay can i hand this down
1: yes yeah exactly so basically my dad was um you know when he was buying watches he was saying like okay these are things that you can actually pass on to the next generation yeah. too yeah. so that's why um basically he started collecting uh, patrick philippe's mm. ademas piguet yeah. and he said mm. you know he told me eventually these will be yours yeah. but uh, when we actually set up the luxury watch business that's where he sold all his, many of his watches actually right. <laughs> because especially during the peak of the market whereby he could be profiting quite a lot yeah. based on the price he bought it at so that's where
0: um, he started clearing his collection bit by bit. And in that action, also demonstrate a certain sense of knowledge about this industry as well. I guess getting a little bit personal, I'd like to know, so at 19, you started to dabble into this. What was your first luxury watch?
1: Wow. (laughs) My first luxury watch I would say was uh, Actually an Ademas Piguet My dad actually told me You know I know you like this watch okay. But I'm gonna like Put up 50% of the money mm. And I want you to think Of how you're gonna raise The next 50% To actually buy the watch It's a so, money lesson Yes at home. it's a wow. money lesson At home Yeah that's why So I mean um, That's how I was brought up Actually yeah, so yeah. Basically what happened Was that I, I Did everything I could <laughs> To actually raise the, the rest of the 50% <laughs> Do you share anything Yes anything, <laughs> anything but, goes man Not really but The thing I did was actually um, I actually started flipping watches That's actually how I actually really got into right. um, watch trading right, right. I actually um, took a look at Carousel. I mean, yeah. the market is really wide in Carousel. Yeah. You sell a lot of things. But I didn't know that you can actually sell luxury watches on Carousel. Yes. And people would actually buy and spend, you know, mm. 10, mm. 20, 100,000 on mm. somebody they don't know, mm. you know, and they just buy a watch off them on Carousel. So that's how it started. My first watch that I actually flipped was yeah. an uh, IWC. Okay. And I remember I made, I think, $1,300 or something like that. And then, um, yeah, it started from there. And then I built up uh, that portfolio of the 50%. That's right. where I first got my Adimas Pigay watch. Right. Wow, that's a good
0: good story. Do you have a sentimental timepiece right now? Of course. I mean, I do
1: have two Rolexes. So one is the Rolex Air King, one is the Rolex GMT. That's the one. Yes. So these two are actually presents uh, that my parents bought from me. Mm. Uh, The first one is the GMT, actually. And that was uh, my graduation gift after I graduated from law school. And uh, the second gift was uh, and The Air King And that was uh, when I actually Got married this June Alright yeah, This year June. So, congratulations. Thank you so much <laughs> yeah. yeah These are the two watches Whereby um, even if you offer me A few million dollars I'll never sell it oh, <laughs> well Because, said, yeah. because I, I think that You know watches The good thing is that Sometimes if it has Sentimental yeah. value You'll never want to sell it you just keep it yeah. for life No matter what And you just bring it to your grief Or you pass it on to your kids
0: <laughs> I know yeah. we started off Talking about this being a hobby And interest And influence as well From yes. your dad but I couldn't help but pick up that you went to law school Yes. does that have anything to do with shaping how okay I can do this radical business and make it work but there's that process thinking that we get from law school to be honest no (laughs) law school I I mean I did learn a lot of things uh,
1: in law school but you don't really apply it in real life actually unless you become a lawyer so so even you know if we get into lawsuits let's just say if our company gets into lawsuits I won't be able to do anything I'll be uh, seeking advice from my own lawyer but that's the thing
0: right (laughs) because you've been through the system the smart thing to do is get a
1: professional yes yeah. correct so that's why I think when I went to law school actually just a side note actually my dad wanted me to become a lawyer first yeah. and see how it goes before yeah. I enter the watch trade actually yeah. but then I told him I'm sorry but I don't have patience for this <laughs> so, so I told him I want to do what I like and what I'm passionate about is actually watches yeah. so I, I was really firm on my stance and he said you know you have my blessing if uh-huh. you think that that is the way for you to go then go ahead
0: yeah <laughs> <So it's, laughs> I, I think my law lecturers are going to slap me asking <laughs> that stupid question no no, no I don't think (laughs) But I mean With where we are At right now And this is a curious question I asked this question once To one of these experts I'm Mm -hmm. a fan of the Hublot Okay. Uh, designs. This expert told me that, okay, great that you like that design, but Mm -hmm. if you're talking about a real return, increase in value, he chooses or he chose the Rolex. What's your opinion?
1: That's correct. So, if you buy Hublots, for example, let me just give you a rough figure. So, let's just say you walk into an authorized dealer and you buy a Hublot. You'll be losing at least 50% the moment you walk off the door. No way. Yes, Ouch. 50%. So let's just say even if they give you a, a 5 to 10% discount, you're still going to lose 40% because that's yeah. where, um, you know, supply and demand comes yep. into play. Yeah. So people right now, especially I think in Singapore, they're getting really, really smart yeah. in what they're buying. So I'll say a lot of people, I mean, now they're actually investing in watches rather than actually um, taking it as like a, an expensive toy. Sure. So a lot of people, when they actually Buy watches right now They look for pieces That hold value very well Like that guy said I would recommend Rolex Because yeah. Rolex actually um, Raises the retail price By at least 5% I think 3-5% to 5% Every okay. year Okay, okay And Rolex Mm, watches do not go below retail value. Yes, They go above retail. (laughs) Especially now. Especially now. (laughs) Correct. Exactly. That's why you see a lot of watch dealers in Singapore, especially uh, heavily stocked on Rolex watches. Right. Wow.
0: Okay. Well, maybe that's something I... Because I go with the... Okay, I can't help it. And Mm -hmm. and I'm not exactly super serious about this as much as I love watches. I go with the buy what you like sort of concept. So help me out here. One of the things we started off talking about was it's a good idea to start investing while you're young. Correct. How do I start? Okay, so basically, like you said, you know, investing in watches
1: is, is not a cheap hobby. <laughs> it's an expensive investment, too. It's nice though so when you buy it, it makes yes. you feel like you want an award. Exactly. The photographs. Correct. And everything. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, whenever you get it, get a watch, let's just say from an authorized dealer, yeah. a lot of people will be posting it on Facebook yes. Instagram. That is the pride yeah. they have, you know, yeah. from yeah. getting the watch at, at, ultra, at retail price. Yeah. Let's just say. So I would say honestly, I mean, um, if you actually um get watches at, at retail price, don't ever sell it. Okay. <laughs> because okay. the value just keep going up from there i mean i'm talking about rolex watches yes of course, of course. okay yeah and yeah i think um if you're talking about Hublos and and all these watches these kind of watches actually um depreciate in value a lot mm. investing wise i would suggest go for some brands which are stable
0: in value and okay. they appreciate in value like okay. Patek philippe adima spigae and rolexes yeah there's still that yeah. level of knowledge that you need yes. to acquire Correct. but you know there's this this whole idea of risk awareness in the younger generation why do you think that is Okay, risk, awareness. I mean,
1: I think the young crowd right now, they like people to know what they have. And I think they actually like I would say inverted commas Flaunting Flaunting what they have On their right. wrist and It's a social so, yes. media
0: Live your best life Type of thing yes. as well right Correct okay.
1: So um, these social media right now I mean they're actually Promoting all these watches And, mm. and all these kind of things mm. So people are no. very aware Of um, what you're wearing On your wrist right. So for example If, if let's just say um, You see heavily uh, advertised Like Rolex watches Hublot watches So mm. usually the young crowd Right now They know what is yeah. Their peers wearing actually yeah. Yeah. So if they wear a Hublot watch They'll be like Oh wow that's a nice watch yeah. But maybe they have A better watch So <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, usually I think uh, risk presence, I mean, on the young crowd nowadays, they actually like, okay, I mean, they also appreciate the art of watches, I would say. Yeah. So many people actually appreciate the art side of watches more than investment, you know, like you said. Yeah. So I would say um, right now, I mean, if you actually have, I mean, the young crowd right now, if, if they actually do have spare money lying around, mm. let's just say if they saved up and all that, I mean, it's good to put some money into watches because yeah. um, especially stable uh, watches uh, yeah. in terms
0: of value. So they will keep going up in value. So yeah, in the future, let's
1: just say if you sell it, you yeah. won't be really losing money. It's,
0: it's not like you're wasting money because really, you could no. sell it and yes. that's a fair concept, right? Yes. Um, you talked about how Watch Capital is shifting I think downstairs, downstairs from yeah. Triple One. What Great. else is next for Watch Capital? Okay,
1: so basically uh, we are having an uh, investment of $2 million from a holding company. Wow! So um, yeah, that money will actually be going towards the renovation of the new shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's gonna be quite a big uh, place, and also we may be venturing into luxury bags like uh, <laughs> Kelly and Birkins. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is what the money is flowing to. Yeah. I mean, the new shop right now below. I think there's more presence that we we will have more presence there because uh, many people actually, you know, they can't differentiate three one three from triple one Somerset. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So many people. So actually, what happened was that we said, okay, let's just shift below. Yeah. And I mean, at least we have more presence there. Yeah. So when people walk into the building, they will see our store right away. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, so there will be uh, that's something that is. Uh, Uh, Coming up I'll say And of course Our inventory size Will be um, going bigger Of
0: Mm. course I have a feeling I know the answer To this question But I'm going to ask For free advice anyway Jared Of course After I have Gotten my Rolex What should I get next?
1: Okay After Rolex I'll say Go to Arima's Piguet And then Go to Patek Philippe But I must say One thing For Arima's Piguet Right now The market is a bit slow That is just a tip I'm giving you So if you were to Put your money um, Into a watch After Rolex Put into Patek Philippe right. because I think a lot of people actually, um, especially the older generation, they, they love the brand a lot. And especially if you compare it to, to Richard Mill, um, Patek Philippe, I think, um, has more, I would say, a bit of more uh, tagline uh, you can pass it to the next yes. generation. I think
0: they <laughs> yes. do that, right? Yes. That's, that's, that luxe air loop sort of factor, yes. right? Correct. Oh. So
1: that's why many people actually buy Patek Philippe to pass it down to their sons or dollars you know yeah for the next generation well thank you very
0: much for that I've been speaking with Jared who is co-founder of Watch Capital thank you so much for taking the time today no worries at all thank you for having me today to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app that's A-W-E-D-I-O audio at the App Store and Google Play